beauty business babe. My name is Kelly Callahan. I'm a corporate dropout turned beauty business CEO. I started my journey seven years ago with the last $2,000 in my pocket and a huge vision to succeed. Since then, I've been able to grow my small mobile spray tanning business into a half a million dollar international business. I'm here to share my knowledge so you too can create more income and have more freedom. Because if I can do it, I know that you can do it too, sis. Let's get glowing. Hey you guys, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Babes Podcast. This is your girl Kelly Callahan and today we're going to be talking about 2022 beauty business babes trends, all right? So going into the new year, I'm sure that you have some New Year's resolutions. Maybe you want to expand your team. Maybe you want to bring in some more revenue for your business. Maybe you are trying to get away from toxic people. I mean, I've heard it all so far. So no matter what you are trying to do, congratulations on having some intention going into 2022. But today, what I want to discuss are some trends that I am planning on seeing in 2022 when it comes to beauty business babes, all right? So the first thing that I want to talk about is showing up on video. Now, this year has been the explosion of video on social media. I have seen more sunless and beauty business professionals on video more than I have on any other year. I feel like back when I started video in like 2015, 2016, I was the lone wolf. Like nobody was showing up. Seriously, nobody was there in the sunless industry showing up on video and Throughout the years, I've seen it slowly trickle in, but I feel like this year has just exploded. And I think a lot of of that has to do with reels, with TikTok, and with shorter videos that make it easy for content creators to show up because you're no longer having to really create content, um, at least from like the very, very foundation of it. You're able to use other people's videos or um, voices or audio so that way you can create your own content and put like a little twist to it. So I know that this year I'm going to be seeing a ton of beauty business babes on video, which makes me really, really happy. Now, one thing I want to just put out there is try to use different avenues of video and see what actually fits with you. Because if you don't like singing or dancing or doing like trending reels, you don't have to do that. That's the beauty of video. You can do anything that you want to. You can go on YouTube, you can create shorter IGTV videos or any type of videos that really feel aligned with you and your personality. One thing that I am kind of tired of seeing, and I'm sure a lot of you guys are too, is the copy and paste that I see a lot in so many different uh, varieties of social media. So when I say copy and paste, I just mean like basically just copying what everybody else is doing. And I know like the notion in IG TikTok or IG Reels and TikToks and all of these like really hone in on that. And I think what we can do to be different is hone in on our own gifts and really put in all of that love and unique creativity that we have in our souls and in our hearts into our social media creation. So rest assured, friend, if you're not like into IG Reels or if you're really like, "Ah, I don't want to have to do that, don't feel forced to do it. 
I think going into 2020, the best thing that you can do is just be real, no pun intended, with yourself and and create video content that really aligns with you because then you will show up more authentically, you will attract the right clientele, and you know the rest. So let's go into trend number two. This year, I hope to see beauty business professionals start taking more action and stop consuming so much information. There are different avenues in which we can consume information. That is through podcasts like these, which I feel like are the most beneficial, uh, but also Instagram, scrolling aimlessly through Facebook, through YouTube without really any intention, right? Like the consumption in our lives, like let's be real, it is incredible how much information we're consuming at any one point in time. For our own mental health, it is really important to be mindful of what we're consuming. If we are consuming so much information from different resources that are telling us to do so many different things, guess what's going to happen? We're going to be in over-analysis paralysis and we're just going to stand there frightened and not know like what to do next. So it's really important to really be mindful and aware of what we're consuming, who we are consuming it from, right? So there's so many different opinions, as you guys know, online, so many different thought processes. There's so many people who have different opinions on the same exact thing. And we form these opinions based on our own upbringing, based on our own knowledge and our own experiences. This is why, you know, there could be 10 people that view the same exact thing and they can each take away something completely different. One person can be completely grateful for the thing that they just saw, while somebody can be like, that was a load of shit and a waste of my time, while somebody else is like, ah, I don't really care about it so much. Somebody can think like it changed their life. Like there's so many different variables when it comes to people's opinions, which is why it's so important to discern like what is our actual real opinion and what is the opinion of others and how does that influence my own thought process and my own feelings, right? So we really need to just be mindful of like what we're consuming and really be diligent as far as like, okay, I need to put a boundary up as far as how much information I'm consuming and also how many people I'm consuming it from. Please don't get dragged into the aimless scrolling on the internet. Please be aware that this isn't good for your mental health and it's a waste of time. Instead, put that energy towards taking action on some of the things that you've learned that you feel like would really help you and help your clients, help your business, and really move, help you move the needle forward. That is what you want to do in 2022 is stop over consuming and start taking action. Whatever little baby steps you can do towards whatever goal that you have is going to be better than you sitting there consuming more information until you feel like it's quote unquote just perfect or it is you know time for you to do it because the truth is there's never going to be a perfect time for you to do anything. You're always going to have some sort of excuse or reason not to do it or you're never going to feel like you're ready to do it. So it's better to just stop overthinking, stop overconsuming, and start really taking action on the things that you've learned. Hey, beauty business babe, it is the year of 2022 and I know you're ready to level up. I'm ready to level up with you. That is why we are creating only luxury products at xtansunless.com. If you are interested in serving your clientele with the best 
possible spray tanning solutions and retail products, head on over to x10sunless.com and make sure to use code podcast so you can get 15% off your first order. I can't wait to level up with you this year. Trend number three for 2022 is knowing your numbers. Oh my God, girl. If you are listening to this and you're like, uh, Kelly, you are triggering my soul right now. <laughs> Don't talk about numbers. Um, let me tell you this. It is really important that you know your numbers. Like you need to know what's coming in versus what's going out. You should know how many clients you're getting, how many new clients you're getting, how many clients you're retaining and all of these things. Now, it might be overwhelming at first, but I promise you it really isn't as overwhelming as you might think it is. If you have a really good booking system, it should be able to break this down for you. And even if you have a mediocre booking system, it should be able to break it down for you because these are like very easy to understand numbers. They're very easy to break down. If you do have some sort of booking system, it should be able to tell you how many new clients are coming in, how many people you're retaining, um, how often they're coming in like what uh, retail products are you selling the most what types of packages are you selling the most like all of these things right and start small maybe you just want to figure out like how much is coming in versus what's going out financially um, how much you're spending on inventory and things like this before you take the next step into diving in deeper as far as like how many new clients you're getting versus how many uh, clients you're retaining but know that these numbers are so important to be able to assess your business and your growth. So please do yourself a favor and continue to learn how to look at your numbers and do so in a way that's not super overwhelming for you. Now, if you're listening to this and you're you're like, Kelly, I am not a numbers person. I want you to get that out of your mind because I've said this in the past and let me tell you, I've always been a numbers person, but I'm not the type of person to do a deep dive into the analytics of my business. This is why I have help with this now. So it is really important for you to at least understand how much you're bringing in versus what is going out and an overview of how much you are profiting per month. That's really what it comes down to. Trend number four for 2022 is to delegate, you guys. I am so tired of this working hard, working hard, working hard in order to get ahead type of culture that we've created for ourselves. Hashtag boss babe works 24 hours a day, right? (laughs) This has been something that I know that I personally had to deal with, especially in the beginning. Like I thought I had to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Like I hardly ever slept. You probably have heard me say this before when in the beginning of um, my business and even still, like I've, I've dealt with this recently as well prior to having my baby, of course, because now I can get all the sleep. I need all the sleep that I can get. <laughs> you mamas know what I'm talking about. So I had a really hard time trying to take a step back from business. So like even going on vacations, I would still be working or taking vacations period was like, no, I just couldn't do that in the beginning. But I want you guys to realize that in order to scale your business and in order to scale to that next level, 
you have to duplicate yourself. And while a lot of us might think like, oh no, like I can't duplicate myself. Nobody else can do what I can do. That's such a limited way of thinking and of viewing the world. There's so many capable people that are able and willing to help you. You just have to know where to look. You have to know where to find these people. And so that's something that we talk about in our master's course is how to identify uh, virtual assistants, for example. Like how to identify who to work with and how to get them into the business. Because first we need clarity on like what we need help with and what we can actually delegate to other people because there are some things in our businesses that right now we have to do. Like if you're trying to do reels, for example, or get on video – it has to be you if you are the face of the business and if that's what you're choosing to do. It can't be somebody else, right? So any of the back-end work like um, video editing, for example, or admin work, these are things that can be delegated off whether you believe so or not. There's a lot of things that you're doing in your business right now that you do not have to be doing. So I want to encourage you guys this year, if you're not already doing this, to delegate the work, delegate, like grow your team intentionally. Um, I really want you guys to be able to live a fulfilled life. And I believe that the key to this is understanding priorities and understanding how to ask for help. I am the worst person, at least I was the worst person when it came to asking for help. I didn't trust anybody. I have a really hard time trusting people because a lot of the times they would not follow through or they would say yes when they really meant no or they would show up half-assed. They wouldn't do the work. Like it just was a hot mess, right? And so what I ended up doing was hiring people for a like really, really high cost to me at $25 an hour. And I'd have these people working part-time to full-time. And what ended up happening is a lot of people, like particularly through COVID and through 2020, didn't value this because they were getting unemployment checks. So what I ended up having to do was seriously like firing everybody (laughs) that was not showing up for me and my business the way that they should have been because I'd rather just do the work myself. I'd rather just figure it out. So I had a little bit of a meltdown through this because I was like, Fuck, now I have to take on all of this on my own while trying to care for a newborn. It was like incredible, this transition, right? So everything had a breakdown for me to rebuild. And what ended up happening was I did a lot of research and I started talking to people who knew how to hire and I started really diving into different programs to teach me how to hire the appropriate people and where to look. And with this, I was able to build a very strong team of people. Now, some of the people um, I did keep on during this transition of like the breakdown is what I like to call it. Now I have a beautiful mix of people who have been working with us for a long time and also some new faces that are really stepping up. And guess what? I don't have to pay these people. $25 an hour and that's because I really started researching and understanding how to hire and where to look and let me tell you my life has been so much easier and it's been so much better by asking for help and really understanding how to hire people effectively and also where to look for these people so I hope that you guys end up uh, delegating and choosing to ask for help even when it's hard Trend number five is to stay laser fucking focused, you guys. I cannot explain this in any other way other than to be aware of where you're putting your energy. 
I believe that this is the year where we are going to truly see people and women come together in a way that is authentic and genuine. And we're going to see the people who have been talking shit on Facebook groups or talking shit to each other or about each other and really like simmering in this negative energy type of state. We're going to see this divide this year. And I think people are going to start to realize that it is distasteful. It is ignorant. It's extremely immature and tacky for people to bash brands. Now, my thought and my philosophy is if you ever have a problem with a person or a brand and it's something that needs to be fixed, go directly to the person or the brand itself as opposed to venting online or venting in a public forum or venting on your Instagram stories or venting to like anybody else because the only way that anything is going to work for you and like anything good is going to come out of whatever negative situation you feel like you're in is by directly addressing the person who can fix it as opposed to sitting there and venting and nagging towards everybody else. This is something that I don't think many people realize. When you are the culprit of drama or negativity, especially and particularly in the Facebook groups is where I see it the most. People don't say anything, but they're seeing this, they're being aware of it, and they're turned off by it. Um, The reason why I say this is because I get many screenshots and I have conversations with people who see this happen on the daily and they want to share it with other people and say like, what is going on here? You know, um, and I don't think that's right either, right? I think like we should definitely take the high road and start really ignoring these types of conversations because our energy is being pulled downward instead of being spiraled upward, if that makes sense. Now, I choose to focus in on my clients, myself, my business, my family, and my friends, my health, and things that are important to me as opposed to getting into these negative conversations because for me, it's draining. For me, it doesn't do me any good. Like, it doesn't make me feel good to talk poorly about somebody else. It doesn't make me feel like superior at all if anything it's quite the opposite and so if this is a conversation that you need to listen to maybe this is your sign to start choosing to become better and to choose your conversations and the people that you surround yourself more wisely because trust me when I say it does have an impact on your business your health your mental health the stress that is being created in your life like I can't imagine a happy person talking shit on a bunch of people right like it's only truly the people who are mad pissed off angry um, subconsciously or consciously jealous or insecure that are the ones that are talking poorly about other brands or other people. I really look up to a couple of brand owners, particularly in the sunless industry, who are doing extremely well for themselves and stay out of all of the conversations in the public eye. So whether they're good or bad, like they just completely stay away from it. So I really look up to these girls and these women because I know that it can be hard to do that, you know, like I personally love to connect with people, but they choose to do this because they understand like their energy is being pulled in different directions should they 
be in these Facebook groups all the time, for example. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Now, I hope that this has helped you guys. If you guys are resonating with this, I would love to chat with you guys in my DMs. Hit me up on Instagram at I am underscore Kelly Ann. And just to do a quick summary of what we talked about, the 2022 trends that we're going to be seeing for beauty business professionals is one, beauty business babes getting on video. Number two, taking more action as opposed to consumption and consuming so many things. Number three is knowing our numbers. Number four is delegating so that way we can scale and grow. And number five is staying laser focused on our goals, staying laser focused on our business and our own growth as opposed to getting into negative conversations, gossiping, and things of that nature. So I love you guys long time. I'll see you guys on the next episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. Hey, beauty business babe. You know it's not fair to keep all of the juicy secrets yourself. If you think that this episode is going to help a friend, a colleague, somebody in your life, please share this episode with them. Aside from that, I would love to see you and connect with you on Instagram. Make sure you screenshot this episode and share it on your Instagram stories. Make sure to tag me at I am underscore Kelly and so I can repost it. Thank you so much for sharing your love, your gratitude, and your support with me. Oh,